0: Spotlight on the Arts podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Welcome to Season 9, Unplugged, a look into Casper's singer-songwriting program, an extension program for emerging musical artists. The program provides the opportunity to work collaboratively with like-minded artists in a professional studio setting, culminating in a final radio-ready song. This season, we will chat to current Sydney Catholic School artists as well as alumni who are forging a career in the music industry. Each episode focuses on a new release where we will chat about the process, the song and the artists. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming. It is a pleasure. And I have to say, episode one of this podcast series, yes, you made it. <laughs> well done. So, so I'm super, super proud of this year's songwriters. We've had such a good time and the songs are phenomenal. Hence why we're doing this in the first place. It has just been such a great talented bunch of kids that have come together and written some amazing songs so well done you guys I think we should probably introduce ourselves but you guys are the important you guys are the stars here let me throw to Lily.
1: Hi I'm Lily Alexio I go to Our Lady the Sacred Heart College Kensington I'm in year 11 and I'm a singer and I also play guitar.
2: Hello I'm Lachlan Lenarik I'm in year 11 at Morris College Eastwood And I've been playing for piano for around eight years now, so. Hi, I'm Patrick Walsh. I go to
3: Maris Catholic College, North Shore, and I play guitar.
2: Okay, so
0: let's start with the obvious question. Um, Let's go. Patrick, what made you become a musician or a vocalist in the first place? I guess
3: just hearing a lot of songs and stuff. Like in Year 7, I got into music a lot. I started listening to a lot of guitar driven tracks, stuff like The Strokes, Arctic Monkeys, Green Days, stuff like that. And I just enjoyed that sound and
0: I just wanted to learn how to play guitar. Oh well this genre would have suited you like so well. Like I mean we went to the rock idiom so that's like perfect for you. Yeah, it's
3: perfect. It was just great fun to play.
0: Yeah uh, and explore and explore this genre even more I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's always something fun to play. I enjoy rock a lot.
2: Uh, I've been playing for like since year seven. Yeah, nice one. What about you, Lachlan? Well, all the time you listen to the radio and stuff and you hear the music and I don't know. I first became a musician when I was in year three. I started on trombone, actually. I did that for for a year and then I gave that up and now I do piano. It's just a nice feeling knowing that I can hear songs and I can play it myself because it's good to have some sort of creative outlet although people do it in all sorts of different ways. People do it with art and music and stuff, but I, I, I prefer music. Yeah. Well, but people have
0: said it's like a language, like it's a different way to express yourself. It's a different way to to um, say the things you can't say. The right chord or the right melody or the right lyric does so much more than just saying it. How about you, Lily?
1: Well, nobody in my family is exactly a musician, but we all really love music, so I kind of just grew up singing to the radio and some old songs that Dad had in the car and stuff. And after singing for a while, I just discovered that I really liked it. <laughs> so Dad pushed me into guitar lessons when I was six, and he was doing it with me for a while, but I just kept going, so I've been doing that for about 10 years now
0: too. Amazing. And you've been part of the CASPer program for a while, haven't you? Few yeah. years now.
1: Yeah, I've actually been doing it since I was in year five, the vocal ensemble. So it's been a long time with Casper.
0: Tell me a little bit about how how has that helped you in your musical life?
1: Well, Casper's really helped with my confidence. Um, Like it was some of the first times I really got like a taste of the industry and what I could be doing after I finished like school and stuff. So it was just, it was really like inspiring just to be a part of like a group and, like, that all had the same passions as I did.
4: Yeah, so
0: you, you found your tribe. What actually inspires you to write then? Just
1: events in my life that I thought might sound cool on a page and then turned into music. Getting some of that stuff that's in my head just out.
0: Absolutely. What, what made you, Patrick? Like, uh, you've you've written before, have you?
3: Yeah, I've written uh, just a few songs on my own, I guess. Just... Inspired by, like, my day-to-day life and just scenarios and how I'm feeling. I just try to paint a picture for the viewer with how I feel about certain topics and certain things.
0: Your process is, would it be lyrics first or would you start on the guitar?
3: It depends. Sometimes I have, like, just lyrics just pop into my head and, and I start that. But normally, yeah, it's off the guitar with some chords or something.
2: And Lachlan, you? My adventure to start songwriting was, it was a little weird because I used to absolutely dread composing in year seven and eight. But then sometime around year nine, I just started writing short little things on piano, short little phrases. And I have a whole list of just hundreds of them on the memos app on my phone. And then I kind of take those little excerpts and then it expands and then it becomes a little song. Although the one thing that I always struggled with was lyrics. I could I could never write lyrics. But that's why the Casper songwriting course was so good because everyone brings their different strengths into the song that you create. So well, that's exactly what we love here at Casper. It's not just about how you write a lyric, how
0: you collaborate, because collaborating brings every single part of that group into the songwriting, puts it on the table and say, I've learned all this stuff in my life. You've learned all that stuff in your life. Let's see what happens when we bring it all together. Now, let's talk about just people in general who have inspired you to to write.
1: I would say the people that have probably inspired me to write is probably my family and people I'm close to, just because they inspire, like, the best parts of me, like, the parts that I want to, like, show to the world. So I feel like that comes across in some of my writing So when it comes to like my favourite artists and stuff, it kind of ranges across genres, but when it comes to what I write, the genre that's probably closest to is like Taylor Swift kind of vibe and Selena Gomez, just because how resilient they are when it comes to things that have happened in the industry that have like affected them and how they've bounced back from that.
2: Well, an artist who I've been very much getting into over the past few years is Ben Folds, who does a lot of... his songs don't normally include any guitar so it's a lot of very heavy piano rock kind of style which is very different to anything that I had seen before but I I really like how he does stuff because whenever he does a live show he always includes a segment where he'd write a song completely from scratch every single night where he'd get a suggestion from the audience about something and then he'd just in 10 minutes compose it that's brilliant what about you Patrick that's a good question. Um, It's kind of
3: changed a lot over the years, like when I first started, it was definitely a lot more of like the garage rock scene in like the early 2000s, like the Strokes, the Artie monkeys. and now it's kind of diverse a bit, stuff from like the Beatles to Taylor Swift, and I just really enjoy, I guess, hearing a whole range of, of music and just try to see how it suits on my guitar and and no matter what like genre i i try to write or play it's how does it still be me
0: yeah how does it translate to you mm-hmm. which is a really important thing to start thinking about mm-hmm. even though you might you may not know who you yeah, are at yeah. the moment <laughs> but it's really important to start thinking about that and start mm-hmm. thinking, how can i make this mine right yeah. Well, I even feel like with
3: a lot of the artists I listen to and bands, many of like the great ones, where they started and where they are now is in a completely different direction. But it's all still from their music and you can clearly tell that they still put their own input and they made that music no matter what genre it is.
0: Yeah, no, no, exactly what you mean. Let's talk about like some, some of the things you've gained from this, this workshop.
1: I would say some skills I've gained is just collaboration, which was something I really struggled with. I've always been quite an independent person. Learning to work in like a team was kind of hard for me. So just getting those skills were going to be really important future wise.
2: Well, yeah, the same kind of thing, learning to appreciate everyone else's ideas as well, because everyone kind of has a different vision coming in to write the song. So it's being able to listen to everyone else's ideas that they might have. Yeah, I guess i am got to say the same as the other two with the
3: collaboration, just getting everyone to add their own spin on things. And, and like something that I found is that I might say like a lyric that just popped in my head that I thought would be like a really bad lyric and would just go nowhere and, and just song ideas that I just thought were just awful. But everyone put their own personal spin On it and and how it could develop as like a song and some ideas that you think aren't good that are just plain and boring can actually turn out really well
0: well yeah let's get let's get into the nitty-gritty of it so like you've all said collaboration so how, how does this process happen
2: well when we started to come up with ours we all locked ourselves in one of the practice rooms and we just sat there trying to come up with some sort of a riff or a main motif for the main line of the song that's where we started and you all had a brief. We had the Rocky idiom to, to work in.
1: I found it really interesting just because it's not the kind of music I normally work with or sing or anything like that. So I thought it was actually really cool to just like be able to explore that a bit more. But, yeah, I thought the brief was kind of limiting, but at the same time I kind of liked that because it stopped me from like getting carried away. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're artists, aren't we? Like, we could go anywhere. And, and when we don't have a brief, it's actually hard to start. Who can explain the key line? Patrick, go. The key line is kind of
3: like just the main phrase and the hook that's like, men get stuck in like people's heads and just remember it. And I guess two wrongs make it right is a good example because it kind of plays on the, the saying that two wrongs don't make it right, saying like, no, it does. You did something that hurt me. I don't care how you feel. I'm going to make your life hell.
0: You, you've written this song. So how, how long
2: was this program for and how many hours did you spend on each week? Um, it went for five weeks and the first few weeks were two hours and the last few were three hours. Well, yeah, when you, when you think about it, because it's like, it sounds pretty professional and it's to be done in only five weeks. It's pretty good.
0: 13 hours, am I right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's a song fully produced, done and out in 13 hours. That's pretty good. So let's talk about this song. We, I mean, we've, we've touched on it. Two wrongs make it right. Lily, you sing it. Tell me what it's about.
1: This song is about heartbreak, but revenge You must have
0: loved that.
1: (laughs) Yes, it was very fun. Um, It was different to what I would normally do, but it was so much fun to write. Like just the whole anger vibe of it, Just it was so much fun to just like workshop that and create a storyline and go from there.
0: And so what was your favourite line or favourite part of the song?
1: Definitely the bridge because it broke away from that rock vibe and kind of went to a more chill vibe and it was just once it was produced the whole like radio kind of sound of it like it was like sounded like it was coming through one of those like old school radios it was so cool
3: my favorite part is the end of the chorus where it was her tone was a lot higher and buried from my past when her vocal range is there's a contrast because it's it sounds a lot more area but it's still powerful and it's still pushes the song
2: forward. What's your favourite part of the song? The choruses. It has, in the background, you can hear there's an electric guitar that just rocks out an improvised solo throughout all the choruses. It's very, it's very cool.
0: Okay, well, thank you very much for spending some time with us. Lily, I think we're going to throw it to you to introduce this amazing song. Episode one, first song down the track. Go ahead, introduce your song.
1: Everyone, we present to you our song by Lily Alexio, Patrick Walsh, and Lachlan Mulinaric. It's called Two Wrongs Make It Right, and here you go. You told me you were just out with your
4: friends Guess that's just how this love story ends Begging on your knees to make amends